Good morning and welcome to the Mirror Football's daily World Cup podcast in association with Bet Bright. I'm pleased to be joined this morning by Martin Domin and Jack Rathbone. I'm Matt Lawless. We still haven't found Aaron Flanagan. What is going on? To be honest, I think we're better with Flanagan. <laughs> well, we'll let, the, we'll let the listeners decide that one, but uh, sources reliably informed me, Jack, that Aaron could be back this evening, so good Exciting news. He, maybe he'll be on tomorrow's podcast, who knows? Uh, you'll have to tune in tomorrow and find out, but look, let's dissect what was a fascinating, enthralling evening of World Cup action, and Argentina are through to the knockout stages. Yeah, it was, it was looking unlikely for a while. I said yesterday I thought it might be a draw, and I was almost right for once. But let's be honest, Lionel Messi did deliver. You know, we've talked about this World Cup as being one in which the, the big players, by and large, have come to the fore. Look at Ronaldo, Kane, Costa. Uh, and Messi did deliver an excellent goal performance. And of course, uh, Manchester United fans probably wondering where that goal from, uh, from Rojo came from. Yeah, well, where has that come from? I mean, what finish? Uh, Jose Mourinho could have himself a new forward, couldn't he? Absolutely. So I think it's, I mean, you talk about whether or not we, whether or not we want to see the big teams progress. I do. I'm glad they got through. I mean, Nigeria obviously got a good fight, and I'm sure in four years' time they will be better, a young team. Um, but plenty of drama last night for sure. Good point on Nigeria, youngest team in the tournament, and by no means have disgraced themselves. Yeah. Had, a, had a very good tournament. It's very unfortunate in a tough group, um, a group which we'll talk about Croatia shortly because you know they, they beat Iceland. Perfect record, nine points from three games. Um, but you're right, absolutely right. The big teams have to be in this tournament, and you'll see exactly why this Saturday, Super Saturday, France versus Argentina, three o'clock in the last 16, Jack. What a tie that will be. It's going to be phenomenal, I think. It's going to be a tie that Argentina will, will relish because they're going to be underdogs going into this now, and they've bought the ticket, they're in it. I think Messi has proven with his goal last night that he can settle any game. They just need to avoid the calamitous mistakes at the back, bit of organisation, and then he can settle these games. And in the knockouts, that's kind of all it takes. A big team is going out. I mean, that's yes. a simple matter of fact, isn't it? Who's, who, who's your money on just going into this one? Well, it's, it's hard to say because uh, France have been uninspiring despite never really being under too much pressure. But Deschamps continues to sort of well, get it wrong in the eyes of the public. He he never really seems to extract the best out of this this team, who, in my opinion, probably the most talented squad in the in the World Cup. I think they will have enough, just simply by the fact that they're a bit more organised. They've, they've got talent at the back. They can keep keep teams out. And although uh, Loris has he, he has a few clangers in him for for Tottenham, I think he is more dependable than. Than Armani, although on his debut he did, he looked all right last night. He did, yeah. Um, but I, I'd lean towards France still, but it's got, there's an element of fate in this for, for Messi. He was he had one foot out of the tournament, and if this is his last hurrah, wow! If he well, this if, is it. If yeah. he beats France, then who's gonna who's gonna not believe that this is his tournament? And, and if you're talking about momentum going into this game, Martin, France rested a lot of their players yesterday. Pogba among those who didn't play, yeah. uh, he didn't start. And they drew nil nil, the first nil nil draw of the tournament against Denmark. One of the worst games we've seen. I mean, we've been spoiled this tournament. And I mean, last night's game with Argentina and Nigeria brought that back round again. Yeah, definitely. I think with the drama, the atmosphere was incredible. The Argentina fans were rocking. So many, so many talking points. It, 
obviously beforehand there was a lot of talk about Sam Pauli, whether or not he would be in charge, whether or not he even picked the team. But you saw Messi at half time after they beat into the dressing room, they came out, he had his own little team talk in, in, the, in the tunnel, that sort of said a lot. And it definitely at, did. At the end, Sam Pauli just, I think he just left the field, left the players to it. So it's almost like player power is going to get Argentina through, and you can almost. It's almost uh, easy to underestimate just what that could mean. I mean, a lot of people say player power is a negative thing, but when you see the impact that that team talk alone had mm. on, on Argentina, is player power a bad thing? If they're all together, then absolutely not. I guess you've got to feel a little bit for some value, but yeah. it's just almost like it's pointless. It's the same thing, um, you know, we've seen it time and time again in the Premier League when a manager sacked, you know, the next one who comes in, the squad's galvanised, and all of a sudden they look like a good team again. We've seen it with England. England who have gone from, you know, they couldn't have been any lower. And suddenly the player power, you could, could argue, and the, how un, unified the, the squad are. And suddenly England are a good team. So perhaps that is something that is to Argentina's advantage. I mean, it's, when you look at the France team, it's full of quality, as Jack said. But is someone going to grab that game by the scruff of the neck? I'm just not sure they, they've really shown that so far. Whereas you just think Messi will at some point do what he has to do so I don't know it's, it's going to be a, it should be it could be a classic this could be the, the game of the tournament we've already seen Spain-Portugal yeah. which is the game of the tournament so far but Messi Griezmann Pogba Higuain I mean you could go on and on and on should be a cracker um, can't wait for that one but look football aside the real talking point <laughs> from Argentina last night was a certain Diego Maradona I mean look what is going on with that guy? I mean, a 57-year-old man, a football icon, a legend, and, you know, as, as uh, Gary Lineker put it last night, he's, he's in danger of making himself a laughing stock. The thing is, I mean, you've got young children, so they haven't grown up with the rock of Maradona, but yeah. we understand what he was and what he did. The people seeing him now for the first time will be quite confused when you try and explain to them what he was and what he achieved in the game. So let, let's run through what he did well, last night. <laughs> start, start, start from I mean, the top. I think it's his reaction to Mexico was brilliant in terms mm. of like obviously the passion, um, but then his reaction to the second goal, he stuck both fingers up. I'm not quite sure at who or what his point was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he collapsed, or at least he took ill. That's right. Yeah, to hospital. He says he's okay, and obviously given his past and his. Uh, you know, he's had some controversial yeah, moments. You, you, can only, you can only wonder a bit what. Provoke such uh, such actions. Yeah, look, I mean, he was he, he he looked highly strong, didn't he? In terms of you know, he's very emotional, um, and he, that's just in his demeanour, I guess, and he's shown that across his career. And loves Argentina, very passionate. The talk going into this game was how he was desperate to get inside the training ground just to rally the team. Um, but I'm sure those players would want him to be in the best health. And uh, the latest is he says he's fine, Jack. Um, he boarded a flight to Moscow. And although he was attended to by paramedics inside his executive suite during the game, he's, he's, he's now understood to be okay and appeared to be well. You can see the pictures of Mirror Football. He's, he's smiling. So, fingers crossed, um, all is okay with Maradona. Yeah, I think there's, nothing's really going to stop Diego from making that, that France match. I think. <laughs> uh, for him, he, he lives and breathes it, doesn't he? He, just, he? he is an icon, and it's just a shame sometimes that he oversteps the mark. I think the... The passionate celebrations are something that can be quite endearing. Someone from uh, the glory years still emotionally attached to uh, to his country and their their sort of 
even though they're indifferent on the pitch, he's still with them all the way. It would be easy for him to sort of stay at home, but he's always there, and I think that's is. It comes with pressure for those Argentina players. To yeah, know he's that, still a massive shadow in the context mm-hmm. of all this of Argentina's success I, since I think he is. I he's think, stopped playing. I think that's something that Messi will always have to wrestle with: is the fact that Maradona embodies all of Argentinian football, whereas. There's a little part of that, well, a big part of um, Messi that embodies Barcelona. I think mm. he's not entirely a product of that Argentinian way. That so I think uh, Maradona is, is a difficult one. It, some of his views are not. Oh, we've seen him as a manager. He wasn't particularly successful with that Argentinian side. So I think uh, he, he, you're right in terms of like the current new generation of football fans. They are going to be confused and they're not yeah. going to be aware of his greatness on the pitch so I think it is, it's a shame really that some it's a little bit of a, a tarnish to his, to his legacy yeah. but hopefully he can sort of uh, well let's see what there. happens on Saturday let's see <laughs> what, what he does if he does attend the game so Saturday 3 o'clock it's uh, well a fantastic last 16 game in prospect there France versus Argentina the other um, last 16 games to look forward to that was confirmed uh, yes well, we've got Uruguay, Portugal, um, which is the other one on Saturday. Um, so what a day! Super Saturday. That's at seven o'clock. Um, great. So look, the joining Argentina, of course, Croatia. Look, they wrestled a lot of players against Iceland and still came out on top. Are they the dark horses? Yeah, I think you don't certainly have to put them in that category, or, or even are they even dark horses? Are they just not one of the probably best teams? So, so they play Denmark team? next. Exactly. It's a good time, right? Absolutely. I haven't been impressed with Denmark at all. Again, never really looked like a Christian Eriksen for Google in their second game. But they, again, they've never really looked like a team that you could get excited or get behind. Absolutely. The situation on the field and their forwards. Um, it's difficult to see them not reach in the last eight, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's move on to today because there's some mouth-watering uh, games ahead and, and plenty of permutations, Jack, that I'm sure you're going to explain to us. Um, but we'll start off um, with, well, with Germany. Group F. This is, you know, Germany could crash out of the World Cup today. Um, so could Mexico have won both games so far, which is bizarre. Talk us through it, Jack. Yeah, uh, we're going to need our calculators later on. Uh, I think the probability is that Mexico will go through. They need to just obviously avoid defeat, and they're they're in and, and top of the group. So, but should they lose to Sweden, suddenly all better off. Basically, Germany win against South Korea, all but takes them through. However, if they win by just one goal, and Sweden win by exactly one goal as well, but score more than one, so we're talking Sweden two one against yeah. Mexico and one nil Germany against South Korea. They'd all end up on plus one goal difference, but the other two could be in line to have scored more goals. So you're talking, yeah, 2-1 or 3-2 to Sweden and just the 1-0 for Germany. And it could be a stunning turn of events and Germany could be out. Absolutely. Well, South Korea, uh, bottom of the group, zero points. They're 14-1 to with Betbright to beat Germany this afternoon, three o'clock kickoff. Um, but the bet Bright's bundle is Timo Werner to score two or more goals and Germany to win, and that's three to one. That could be good value. Yeah, I think obviously Germany far from the best so far, but they look 
I don't think it'll take much for this click into gear. I think today could be that perfect game with South Korea. Yeah, you know, the easiest of those three games. Germany probably happy that they've come last. And you just think, unlike Argentina, who have so many mistakes in them at times, Germany don't necessarily have that. They look solid enough. Yeah, they'll get through, won't yeah, they? Oh, I'm absolutely so, Kick yeah. on and actually end up going far. I don't see any shocks there. Um, I think Sweden will be the ones who, who go home. I think they they had their chance in on Saturday where they saw yeah, Germany in their palms and then they just let them go. Uh, Mexico have been one of the exciting teams of this tournament for me. And uh, we discovered earlier this week that there's an award for the most entertaining team. and They've got to be up there with England to, to win it so far. Yeah, absolutely. I think Mexico, they've, they've shown all the basics that you need to be successful in the tournament. And then they've got this magic trio up top, um, Hernandez, uh, Vela and Herven Lozano. Potentially the star of the tournament in Lozano. I think um, he's got to be one of the... He's in line, basically. And if Mexico can top the group, then it's a massive advantage for them because obviously they would likely avoid Brazil in the last 16. Can then move on and potentially face the, the runner-up of England and Belgium's group in their quarter-final. And while that would be favourable for England and Belgium, certainly Mexico would rather play someone of that calibre maybe than one of the, the real heavyweights of previous World Cups. So I think Mexico, the, I mean, their fans are fantastic as well. Oh, so they've, brilliant. They've really got all the elements to, to make a deep run in this tournament, whereas history is pretty much the only thing against them. So um, th this team is one of the most exciting teams and they're a must-watch, really. Hervin Lozano is a player that Premier League fans will be desperate to see um, make a move this summer. Yeah. Talk of Everton are interested, but surely the big, big boys, and no disrespect to Everton here, yeah, I think, uh, will, will be looking at him. Real Madrid, maybe? I mean, Barcelona? Barcelona yeah, I think um, you, you look at his agent, uh, Mina Raiola, I think that sort of says exactly where mm. he should probably be heading, uh, one of the biggest agents in the game. And uh, PSV, well, they like to hold on to him, but there's PSV always have a always been a sort of feeder club, though, haven't they? Mm. They've all, I mean, look, some fantastic players like Ronaldo was at PSV mm. and he went on and on and on so they I think in the Dutch league they kind of understand there's, there's a certain story. shelf life to holding on to these up and coming players and surely this has got to be his last summer with, with, with PSV you think so he's one there's always players that come out of the World Cup as being yeah. you know, players you expect to move on sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but hard to see him see him going around well they've got another player Mexico who's, who's very good as well isn't he Javier Hernandez, perhaps he could do a job in the Premier League. We didn't really see him much last season at West Ham United, my club. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we'll see some of him. So, Mexico, 7-5 um, to five with Bet Bright for the win today. Draw is 11-5. to five And Sweden to win, 21-10. to 10. All right, uh, moving on. God, another group there. <laughs> you need your calculator out for. Brazil could be going home, Jack. Yes. Um, group G? Uh, yeah. Sorry, group, group, yeah, group... Um, group E. Group E. God, yeah. I'm getting it all mixed up. Group G is England, of course. Let's wait for that for tomorrow. Um, but, group, but, but group E, Brazil are top at the moment. They've got four points. Switzerland are second with four points. Serbia, third, three points. Mm -hmm. Those three teams are all in with a shout of going through. So, so it's much more simple, this one, than... Yeah, it's... <laughs> Simply put, if Serbia can pull it off over 90 minutes and beat Brazil, Brazil are out. Pretty, that's 
pretty much it. Like a simple on paper. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be really unlikely. Um, I say they're, they're definitely out. We're, we're assuming that Switzerland will take care of business against Costa Rica. But while, while you expect Brazil to sort of coast through and most likely top the group, I think it's important to see that Serbia have some players that are big-time players. You've got Sergei Milinkovic Savic, who could be one of the most expensive midfielders in the world by the end of this summer if he leaves Lazio. Yeah. And we've got real experience in like Kolarov and Matic, Ivanovic and Matic. Um, so they've got big players, I think. And they were unlucky against Switzerland, Jack. Yeah, it was really? a close game. I yeah. think um, a draw probably would have been a fair result there. I think it was a bit of a smash and grab from Switzerland. Uh, Absolutely, from yeah. And... Um, well, I'll lean Brazil, but don't don't rule out um, Serbia in this one. I think Brazil's still a bit like France and most of the big teams for that matter. So they're still waiting to click on all all cylinders. But this so. is it. I mean, it took them until stoppage time mm. to score two goals against Costa Rica. So that 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 result on paper will sort of deceive many. But you know, they've got the the firepower in that squad, Martin. They've got your Neymar's who, you know, probably still not fully fit, although he declares yeah. he is. You've got Philip Coutinho, you've got Gabriel Jesus. In fact, the bet bright bundle in this game is Gabriel Jesus to score and Brazil to win to nil, 12 to 1, which is nice, nice odds. Yeah, uh, but the, the, the Serbians will, will be looking for an upset here. 11 to 2 with bet bright to win. They will, but they've also got to remember Firmino on the bench as well, assuming he starts there. But I, I have to disagree with Jack. I don't like to do it when it comes to, uh, to football. I just, I just can't see it. I think, okay, yeah, you're right. He did take them to injury time the other day, but they were always in control. It was a, a case of when and not if, I think. It was obviously that penalty instead it was, and then it wasn't a penalty. I can't see Brazil not winning. And actually, I've been quietly impressed with Switzerland as well. I think they were, you know, they were good enough against Serbia. You know, they've got uh, dangers in midfield. And going forward, I can't say they're not beating Costa Rica. So, as boring as it is, I think it will be Brazil and then Switzerland. Good opportunity, perhaps, for Switzerland to they do get in front by a couple. Maybe push home that advantage and have a run topping the group. And then, my word, that, that throws everything into doubt with Brazil as well. So, Switzerland-Costa Rica, my, well, the bet bright bundle in this game is Granite Jacker to score. And to be carded sixteen to one. I mean, that's, that's another intriguing bit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he can he can sure shave him up. I think one of the players who's been very unfortunate for Costa Rica is Kaylon Navas. He's had a good tournament, but still managed to let goals in. Yeah, he's um, enhanced his reputation even further. I think he's sort of won some sympathy from uh, neutrals that look at his situation at Real Madrid. Another summer, another rumor that he'll be replaced. This is the fourth summer in a row now. I mean, he, he does the job. They, Real Madrid simply would not have won three Champions Leagues in consecutive seasons had he been a really weak link. Mm. It's, it's just a fallacy that he is um, a, a calamitous goalkeeper. He's proven himself over all, this, all these years since the last World Cup where he broke, broke through with, in Costa Rica's outstanding run in Brazil. And um, in the last game, he was, oh, was terribly unlucky against Brazil. He, he almost deserved that, that clean sheet. And um, yeah, maybe... Maybe there's a bargain to be had there for a, a Premier League club. Um, if Thibaut Courtois moves on, I mean, it's a no-nonsense signing. Just go and get someone with so much experience and proven ability. I think Navas could be a bargain for someone. If you, we've seen it before at Real Madrid. When they don't want a player like a Robin, Mesut Ozil, you can pick up world-class talent at 
pretty much a, a, a bargain price. price. Yeah, yeah. and we'll watch this space. Of course, you can follow all the latest transfer news at the Mirror as well this summer. Don't forget that's going on at the same time as the, the brilliant World Cup that we're all enjoying at the moment. So that's all for today. Um, we've got the latest England team news as well, ahead of their game with Belgium tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Jack, quickly, who's going through today? Germany, Mexico, and it's Brazil and Switzerland, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that. I think we're probably all in agreement there. So thank you very much for listening. Been a pleasure, Martin. And thank you very much, Jack. We're, we're going to send out a search party for Aaron. He'll be back tomorrow, I understand. Um, but thank you for joining us. The Mirror Football Daily World Cup Podcast. Subscribe, rate us, review us, and all the rest at iTunes and Acast. And thank you very much. We've been in association with Bet Bright.